Hello, gems. This is Sapphire, and I'll be your host for the VTuber Voices podcast. Here, we'd like to talk about business, creative growth, and what it's like to be a VTuber. Today, we will be continuing our episode with the lovely Spats. Spats is an animator that has worked in the studio and switched over to be a full-time creative Twitch streamer. In this episode, we cover the struggle of being under NDA when you're working at a studio and how you work around your creativity with that, how to deal with art block during commissions or studio work? How do we get past that mental barrier when there are demands we must meet? And lastly, the famous jack-of-all-trades versus master of one conversation when building an art portfolio. Let's hear what Spats has to say. Yeah, does it get exhausting, like, as a creative to not be able to show off, like, things you put hours and hours into? Oh, (laughs) yeah, I think that is why I am a streamer now. Yeah. Um, And I like showing my process and everything I draw because I for so long I've had to hide it or wait for it to come out and a lot of the stuff that I'm super proud of I can't ever show I've shown friends that aren't gonna say things but like I can't show it to the public right at any point and it probably won't see it'll be behind and a lot and the one thing that really grinds my gears about like like we're all like most of the people that are working on the shows we're all creatives we have an eye for things um and then and this and this is why there's so much backlash for like even or like games or movies or stuff they're like why do they look like that a lot of the decisions are done by executives that don't know freaking anything yeah oh that's so frustrating like like this and then you have to change a thing so it's like yeah like (laughs) there was one thing i worked on for like two weeks yeah and they said, yeah, great. And then, like, two days later, they were like, ah, well, actually, hmm, what if they did that? And then it's like, oh, my God. And then I had to redo it. Um, I'm getting paid for it, obviously. But it's like every time they, you know, they would change their mind or, you know, not be, they, like. <laughs> yeah. I like that now I'm my own boss because I'm, like, and I'm my own, like, when you commission me, you're paying for my. Uh, I mean, the current model I'm working on right now is on model to what? uh the client wanted my friend Zoran wanted um and he's the only one that was like okay I'll do it on model to what you want but every other VTuber commission or art style I'm doing you're commissioning me for my style yeah not someone else's style yeah and I enjoy drawing in my style more and rigging in my style more yeah um so I like that now that I can work and develop and I will say that in the last year of working in my own style it's improved tenfold yeah like, so much it, like i could look at something i drew last year and be like Ugh, yeah know? so <laughs> absolutely and th- that leads into another question to uh star had asked so uh what do you do if you experience art block while working on a project especially a commission because that's like that's client work you know or in the studio yeah i'll yeah, i'll say that art block um comes more for me on my own personal stuff yeah um drawing a vtuber model is pretty straightforward you don't really get art block because it's just a front thing and rendering yeah detail oriented and i'm really detail oriented like i like working on the i think that's why people are like how could you do this for 80 hours i like that i don't know yeah um I'll, the but yeah on personal stuff or like animating or even trying to come up with something to animate that's hard for me like getting the idea out of my brain yeah uh, is like 
the hardest for me. Once I have the once I have the sketch done, then it's like okay, it's pretty um easy for me to get to work but getting that initial idea yep. on paper is the problem for me yep I, say. I struggle in the same area i'm right there with you and that's yeah it's literally just putting your pen down and just like forgetting about them be like okay let's just try it and if it fails it's okay we can fix it we're artists we're problem solvers <laughs> heck yeah all right so spiller asks uh are you going to put more shows on your about section in your twitch as the shows get released um, all the shows that I've worked on that I can say I've worked on are there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so some shows I won't even yeah. like they won't even let you say. Well, the the ones that I've worked on aren't like they don't exist. Yeah. Kind of thing. Got you. All, like, yeah. So um, if they do, maybe. But um, at the moment, I those are the only shows I've worked on. I've worked on, I think, um like one or two other shows that were character design stuff I don't think I put on there but I the character design stuff I did on that show you know the show was like I'm not interested in it yeah yeah people make a lot of people that aren't in the industry or they don't get like we don't get to pick what show we work on you're kind of just handed a contract um and you work on the show you know so yeah. I, I, as much as I worked on a couple cool shows that I ended up liking a little bit or something, you don't get to pick and choose. Like I have friends that worked on um, Rick and Morty and stuff like that. Um, but it was like, as much as it's a fan favorite show, there was a lot of problems on the back end with how yep. like, the, the employees were getting treated and stuff like that. So it's like, you know yeah you don't get to pick <laughs> yeah but everything that i've worked on i have uh that i'm allowed to say i have listed so yeah yeah and they say too as far as like building your portfolio goes it is important that you put things that you enjoy in there you don't want to get hired for something you don't want to do yeah you if you're a jack of all trades kind of person um that's not gonna you know the, if you're making a portfolio you have to focus on if you're gonna if you're a jack of all trades make separate portfolios for each of the things you want to work on you know yeah and like because if you're a bo- if you want to be a storyboard artist they're not going to care if you have character design in your portfolio they want to <laughs> see your board work yeah so um and vice versa so i have not updated my, i don't have an updated demo reel or whatever i have a port i have a, like a resume yeah um, that's you know been updated but i don't have an updated actual animation reel with any of the work i've done because when as soon as i got a job um uh the first initial job i got i never had to update my portfolio because i just i had formed relationships with the people i worked with and i didn't jump studio i i didn't decide to like jump studios to have to redo that yeah so they already knew the work i was capable of so i didn't have to make a demo reel if i ever had to for some reason start studio work again i would have to start emailing people to see hey can i use this in my demo do you have the files i can you know save a lot of it um so yeah 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 absolutely and do you have any advice as far as uh I guess, okay, actually, let me back up for a few seconds. I have a few questions. <laughs> okay. <Sure. laughs> so, uh, one, what are your whole thoughts on the jack of all trades versus master at one? What do you feel like is bound to get you hired? Or, like, yeah, I guess, what do you think about both of those uh, paths? Um, 
if you're a jack of all trades, I would still advertise yourself to what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, you're still going to have a thing you're better at than everything. Um, I will say that if you start with something, you can always uh, test for, say, say, like I got a lot of people I worked with, you get, you start in layout, you start in key character layout. Um, that's what they're hiring the most for. That's what they hire people right out of school for most of the time. Um, storyboarding is very, a little more tricky to get into. Um, they'll usually take people that are already in the industry and stuff. But if you say you start as a layout artist and you want to move to boards, they'll give you a board test to test for. Oh, cool. Um, and then, you know, I, I know people that have moved from different departments in that aspect um, because they wanted to do boards instead. I myself probably wouldn't want to do boards. Um, yeah. At first I was like, I want to do boards because boards, um, boards get more, a little more recognition, like your name in the thing rather than like animators even. Yeah. Um, but uh, boards is like really rough. And for me, I'm like, I like seeing my work be there on the screen. Yeah. Not like. Like the pre-phase. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I like the like I like having my name and I could point at a scene and be like I did that yeah did you see what I did my work there right um but I would say that yeah you I would say you pick pick what you wanna one thing at a time like yeah you're not gonna, when you get the job and you're a jack of all trades you're not gonna be doing everything you're gonna be focused yeah. on that one department yeah. Do you think working in the industry as soon as you did helped you figure out what you wanted to do as far as your creative path goes? Yeah. Yeah. I, say, I think if the pandemic never hit, I might not be at this point. Yeah. Um, I'd probably still be working full time. Um, and I couldn't, you know, there, there wasn't the ability to work from home as much since, the, you know, before the pandemic. They wanted in-studio people more than anything um and there's still certain studios like the one i'm at is smaller and they get tax benefits from the government for be employing people in the province yeah um so that's why when i decided to take this course of like moving back home and being my own that's one of the main reasons i'm not working there full-time is because they can't really employ me full-time yeah um if i want to move back home but i can still have the ability to work with them or even work freelance and at some point in the future if i have to i don't want to yeah um, because there's many problems with uh the i would say the industry and how it treats certain individuals certain um like the hierarchy of like you know executives and stuff and everything or credit being taken or yeah like companies you know abusing workers in other countries mainly yeah like the philippines and stuff um not necessarily abusing but like they underpay them overwork them um and they don't get the credit they deserve i think yeah. that's also part of the reason why i left because i don't want to be like i don't want to you don't want to like, fuel my- into that mm-hmm. yeah yeah i don't want like and it it sucks because it's like you can't really do anything <laughs> yeah it's been like this for years um but I like that I can take my own agency now and I have my own thing. I can do it. I don't have to rely on a contract from a studio to get my paycheck. Yeah. I, I People are paying me for my own work. Yeah. And not the work I can do for them kind of thing. So. Yeah. And I think that's the goal for a lot of creatives is, you know, how can we find a way to be creatively free so you can make what you want on your own terms and not have to settle for other people's morals or whatever they're deciding to do. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I didn't know all that went on in the industry too. So it's really cool to hear your perspective. Thank you for sharing that. I've had very good experiences. Like, yeah. I don't, I think I, I've heard a lot of horror stories from yeah. uh, either friends or friends of friends or, you know, uh, other, other people that are employed. Um, but everyone I've worked with, uh, I've been lucky. I would say I've dodged every bullet I think, yeah. <laughs> has happened to other people. Yeah. So, uh, but my, my experience is, um, as much as it could be the norm, there's a lot that needs addressing. And I think things are coming, you know, uh, I think there's a studio Titmouse recently has been unionized in Canada. Like awesome. we don't have union in the animation industry in Canada. Wow. Um, but Titmouse recently unionized, um, so which is a very good step in the right direction, I would say. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And can you, because, yeah, more. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. And it's frustrating, too. Like, I don't understand. Like, I personally have never understood how, like, certain people get to the top of the, like, funnel that are, like, the directors, but they, like, don't understand the actual process of creativity. I don't understand how that happens. It's a lot of, you know, the normal, like, um, it's, it's a big, it's a bit, yeah, it's, it's it really depends. Cause there's not, there's plenty of talented people that work their way up. Right. Yeah. Um, but there's still, you know, there's still sexist things, you know, like the, like the whole thing of the Harvey Weinstein back actors and everything. Absolutely. There's still that, there's still that. There's still poopy people in these. There we go. <laughs> that, yeah, sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah, there's still these kinds of people that are in those positions that um take advantage or do you know yeah that they shouldn't be doing um and I've been lucky that I haven't had to see any of those kinds of people yeah so and you can't completely stop that unfortunately but like and because it happens I'm sure in most like every industry but you do the oh, best yeah. you can right it's in it's literally in every industry or any if you've ever had a job yeah you know. If you've ever had any kind of job, you know, so. Yeah. Thank you so much, Spats, for your insight so far on more of your experience in the animation industry, as well as being a freelance creative Twitch streamer. We will continue our interview with Spats on the next episode. See you guys next time. Bye.